On this episode of The Breakaway, we talked to Sac Republic FC goalkeeper Danny Vitiello, Danny V, about all kinds of stuff, uh, what he's been enjoying in Sacramento. We talked some ins and outs of being a goalkeeper, some of the things that I don't think is talked about enough, or at least we don't talk about enough on this podcast. Asked him some good questions. He gave some great answers, gave some great insight, and talked a little bit about how the team is feeling coming off that stretch last week into another uh, stretch with four games in 12 or 13 days or whatever it is. Uh, that's coming up on today's episode of The Breakaway. At Oak Grove Charter School, our students chase their dreams. Students advance at their own pace. EGCS offers flexible schedules, small class sizes, and accelerated learning in a fully accredited learning environment. We help students balance their academic goals while pursuing their passions in club sports, performing arts, entrepreneurship, and much, much more. Elk Grove Charter School is now enrolling. Learn more by going to egcs.egusd.net or give us a call at 916-714-1653. We're confident our students will astound you. Grow your business with Citizens Business Bank. Since 1974, Citizens Business Bank has created banking relationships by focusing on their customers and helping them achieve more for their businesses, their employees, and the communities they serve. Choose a team that can help you achieve your goals by visiting cbbank.com to learn more. Citizens Biz Bank member FDIC. Visit our friends at VJB Cellars in the heart of the Sonoma Valley and feel as though you've stepped into an Italian piazza. Taste award-winning Italian varietals, enjoy authentic wood-fired pizzas, and finish your visit with a scoop of gelato. A perfect way to spend your day and only a quick 90-minute drive from Sacramento to a slice of Italy in the Sonoma wine country. Visit VJBCellars.com or give us a call to plan your visit today. All right, let's do it. Welcome to The Breakaway, a Sacramento Republic podcast. Bandit in the box! Unbelievable strike! My goodness, what a defensive play! Count the crowd, can't even believe it! Alright, joining us on the podcast right now is Sacramento Republic FC goalkeeper Danny Vitiello. Danny V! What's up, baby? How you doing? Good to see you. What's up, Connor? How's everything going? Thanks for having me. Uh, it's good, man. Do people call you Danny V? I feel like that's got to be a, a nickname, right? Yeah, I've had some different names over the course of the years. Um, when I was growing up, it was it was Danny. It was it was Vit. Da- Danny V. Kind of now that in professional environment, there's been multiple Dannys everywhere I go, so they gotta add some spunk to it. So Danny V. Is all like right. when, yeah, Danny V. And I don't know why I threw an accent on there, but I, I just <laughs> feel like that's that's what it needs to be is a little da- Danny V. I yeah. don't know why that uh, that is, but anyway. Thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Uh, super excited to talk with you. I know uh, earlier this week you participated in the St. Baldrick's uh, where you check that out. You got it right there. Shave your head to raise some money. Um, can you tell me a little bit about that experience and what was why you wanted to get involved and, and do it with a couple of your teammates? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great cause. I mean, definitely. I just wanted to drive donations for, you know, children's uh, cancer research. You know, they go through a lot and, you know, anything helps. and to be up there and, you know, you know, add to the cause, you know, anything helps them. Um, I was happy to be a part of it. And I know a lot of the other guys were, you know, it was special to them too. So I was happy to be at, be there and uh, help out as much as I can. Can we talk about your guy, Carlos? What, like what happened with him here? Like, I mean, he, <laughs> he's got quite the look right now. Uh, he looks, uh, he looks interesting. I'm probably going to hear about this from him next week. If he yeah, catches yeah, wind. but he, yeah, he looks he looks interesting. That's for sure. Hey, he looks good. I mean, us goalkeepers, you know, we're we're pretty crazy. You know, we don't really care much about about anything. So, I mean, he looks good. Added, he he kept the mustache. He looks great with it. Um, 
I don't know. He's a, he's a crazy dude. He's he's kind of like me. Um, yeah, it was great to see that. Well, good man. Uh, I, that was awesome that you got to do that. But let's talk. Uh, let's talk some soccer a little bit. Let's talk about you being in Sacramento. Um, it, it's good to have you here. Good to see you get to play uh, on the pitch for Sacramento. Made some big saves recently. Um, and I want to ask you, like, how's your experience so far been in Sacktown? Yeah, it's been great. Um, obviously, moving from the East Coast, East Coast, it's uh, it's been a little bit of a culture change, but. It's been great. I mean, there's some great stuff to do around Sacramento. Great, great food. Um, we, we, we like the tacos over here. Um, but yeah, it's been good. The the guys obviously made it easier. You know, we have some great guys on the team. Um, and, you know, having my wife here as well, it's been, it's been really good. We've been doing a lot. She's been working and we've been, we've been seeing a lot of the city. It's been fun. That's awesome. And I know last week, probably the, the toughest stretch uh, of the season so far, three games in eight days. Now you might not feel the brunt of it in your legs as much as some of the guys on the field, but I have to imagine it's got to wear on you too, right? No. Yeah. I mean, just obviously the mental aspect of it, you know, goalkeepers see not so much of the physical side every game, but mentally, you know, you got to be locked in and kind of, you know, always thinking, always talking to the guys. So, I mean, yeah, three, three games in, in a week is, is tough. Um, the goal for goalkeeper, it's more of just the training and, you know, practicing day in, day out, all those drills. And then for the game, just being mentally sharp and, you know, being able to talk to the guys and, and see out the game, you know, keep the ball out of the net. Uh, you mentioned the, the mental toughness involved. Like what kind of goes into your to, – to kind of prepare for that as a goalkeeper? Because like, like you mentioned, you have to be focused all the, ni- all the 90 minutes. So even when the ball's on the other half of the field, right, you're still locked in. Yeah, for sure. I mean – for us goalkeepers, you know, we never can switch switch off, you know, because just like that, a snap of a finger, the ball can just be on your on your side of the field. You know, you got to make a, a big a big save. So I mean, I'm always trying to talk to our center backs, always trying to position ourselves, our team to uh, you know keep the ball over there and you know just keep it um, out of the back of the net on our side. So I mean, as long as the ball's in front of us, you know, we're usually in a good spot to uh, to do that. One of the things I think is so fascinating about goalkeepers is like people talk about, oh, you know, the tactics of this, the tactics of that, you know, this guy played well. It's it's like defenders and goalkeepers are like kind of unsung. I, I would actually say maybe goalkeepers are a step above some of the defenders of like, hey, if you get a clean sheet, a lot of times the goalkeeper gets that praise. Yeah. But what is it for you that like it's such a different – like it's so different from the other 10 positions, obviously. we we've yeah. I've, It's very evident of that. But – for you, when you go to prepare to a game, how is it different for you than it is for maybe some of the guys that you are starting with you in the eleven? No, yeah, I mean, for us, I mean, it's just staying locked in, obviously on the mental side, but physically, I mean, we gotta we gotta go through the same preparations, like stretching and and all that. You know, we still watch the same film. We might be watching just what the forwards do, like where where they like to hit the ball from or try and score from. The most maybe one team likes to put a lot of balls in the box. Um, so obviously, we're having a lot of talks with our defensive side, but um, it takes 11 guys, you know, to keep a clean sheet. So, I mean, when we're going over the defensive side of the ball, everyone's paying attention of where they're supposed to be. I mean, it starts with our number nine, you know, Luther or Douglas, um, keeping the ball to one side, maybe keeping it to one, one potential player. But um, yeah, I mean, for a goalkeeper, um, you just want to make sure that you're locked in day in, day out and getting the best out of every single day. Um, and you never know, uh, usually some teams have, uh, more of a bigger threat. So we got to pay attention more to, to that, to that guy. Um, 
whenever he's got the ball, just make sure you're in the right spots. Um, but yeah, I mean, every day, every, every week, you gotta make sure you're locked in. When you're, when you're watching film, what types of things are you keying in on? You kind of mentioned a little bit of them, but let's, does it, Hey, if a team crosses more, um, maybe they like to play a little further out, or maybe there's opportunities for you feel like this team likes to cross over the close to the goal. So you can come out and make those plays. Like what types of things are you looking at when you're watching film on opposing attacks? Yeah. So you're kind of looking at what strikers do off the ball. Like, are they making runs in behind? Mm. Are they making runs to show for the ball more? Cause then you got to be on your toes, you know, ready to come get the ball, you know, on the edge of your box. Um, for crosses, I mean, a lot of teams, especially in the USL, they like to cross in balls from deeper positions, more towards their half line. So, so making sure your positioning, say you don't have to be on your goal line, you know, you got to, you know, take a position, you know, six, eight yards out of your box, um, out of your six yard box, sorry, um, and be ready to, you know, come in and take pressure off that, off your back line to, uh, you know, it's the ball, the ball in the keeper's hand is much better than, you know, just, bouncing around inside your 18. So we got to really focus on that. And how much is the communication? I mean, we, we obviously the communication is so important between you and the back line and the center backs, but um, how often are you talking to them? What types of things are you telling them um, throughout maybe a team starting to make a counterattack? What types of things are you talking to those guys about? Yeah. So, I mean, I can see the whole field, right? So maybe there's a weak side runner, you know, behind a Dan Casey or Connor Donovan coming from the, from my right side. Uh, the other team's left and, you know, you just got to be shouting to them, you know, that so they know that there's a run coming in behind and maybe they take two steps back and prevent that ball from happening. Um, I'm always I'm always screaming at them, trying to talk in their ear just to even keep them locked in, you know, let them know what's going on. But um, if the pa- if the, if a pass is made backwards, you know, I'm telling them to get up five yards, 10 yards. And then if a player has space, I got to make sure that they're dropping and making sure they're covering in behind. Um, and then obviously I'm on my toes too, ready to, you know, come and get the ball or clear it out, whatever I have to do. Which guy on our team do you hate being scored on against in training? Simple. Uh, I th- I Transition. Think, yeah. yeah uh, it's funny because I hate when anyone scores on me, but it's got me and me and uh, me and Dougie have this running joke. We we have this weird laugh we do to each other. If if I make a save, I always make make this noise. That and then if he scores on me, he's making the same noise back. So you know that gets under my skin. I'm sure I get under his skin too. So there's always that healthy competition between me and him. But uh, we have a lot of good scores on this team. Unfortunately, there's a couple goals that come in that that go in every practice. And um, you know I, I'm trying to do my best to keep them out, and make them better. They're trying to make me better. So it's good. It's it's really good. Has there been any uh, any trash? I'm assuming a lot of trash talking involved is when those things happen, right? Oh, there's always, there's always trash talk. I mean, these guys, they're, they're the, probably one of the best in the league in, in putting the ball in the net. So all the competition, you know, it, it's always good to have this trash talk. I mean, even Dan Casey, me and him are trash tagging. He likes to try and chip me. So I always try and whenever I catch the ball, I always try and throw it back at him or punt the ball far down the field. And hopefully he doesn't try and try that anymore, but I'm sure it'll be coming in some, sometime <laughs> soon again. <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome uh so i mean we just came off a, a stretch uh three games in eight days has it been uh nice to get a little bit of a breather before saturday's match yeah it's always nice you know get a get a day off after the plane after the plane ride home from uh from texas it's been good but uh you know we always try and stay mentally prepared for the next day you know we always want to get better and you never know what we're going to work on so we're always trying to pay attention and, and get the work in 
have you guys taken some of the things that maybe you that, that was seen in one of these three matches but haven't really been to practice on because there hasn't been much time to practice it's been game regen prepare for next game yeah, yeah, yeah. in this practice time has there been time to kind of tweak some of the things that that has been seen in these last three matches yeah definitely um we we do film almost every day every other day and there's some points where we we go on the field and we and we try and you know get better at what we think we could improve from the last game so i mean there's going to be a lot of stuff that we do say in possession or on the defensive side of the ball and try and do better that that day and you know try and improve for that next game um it's you guys are in a good spot right now right early in the season a lot of new faces on this team guys are starting to gel get better every day type type mentality um and coming off of a a, a week where was mediocrely successful, not crazy great, not crazy bad, right? Pretty like mid-level, but a good opportunity these next two matches against two teams that are, you know, Vegas, which is above us on the table, New Mexico, who likely will be um, a, a top team in the playoff spot by the end of the year. What is the mentality of the, of the team coming out of this last weekend of these next few matches? Yeah, I mean, I th- like everybody on the team, all 20, 25 guys, even the coaching staff, we think we have a lot more to bring to each and every game. Um, I think there's another 20, 30% to where we can get to our top level. And we're, we're starting to see that with every game we come, but I think we can even do even more coming to this week. So this week, you know, it's, it's going to be another tough week. we got Vegas, New Mexico, and then I think another game at the weekend. Um, so we're just trying to improve um, every single, single game, trying to, you know, obviously win. But with those wins, we want to, we want to see improvement and, we want to we want to start putting the ball away and keep putting the ball in the offensive side and then seeing the, seeing the ball out of our net on the defensive side. So starting to bring some some of that into the equation. Um, you mentioned it. That's a good point. I forgot to even say that. That not only is it Saturday, Wednesday, it's Saturday, Wednesday, Sunday, and then the following Wednesday. So really, this next stretch is tough. Um, the next Sunday game will be against New York Red Bulls. And then Wednesday will be the Open Cup match against Phoenix, yeah. which I'm sure will be uh, will be entertaining. Um, when it comes to this team and the way you guys compete on and off the field, is it something where you guys can tell, hey, we're you know we're meshing together really well off the field? How much of an impact does that have when you guys get on the field in the competitiveness level? Yeah, I mean, knowing where the, the, your your partner is going to be, your teammates are going to be when you have the ball, even knowing what what they're thinking. So when we're training, I mean, we're uh, we're trying to be together as a team, and you know we're always talking, always trying to see if we can be better. Um, and then when we come off the field, you know, we all have great relationships, and then we're lucky enough to have a great support system with our coaching staff, where they can pull us aside and tell us what we want to do or what we can uh, do better. Um, and then just putting it all together as a team, and you know, putting out good performances and. Yeah, I love it. I, 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 so, and one of the things, like again, people don't talk enough about goalkeepers and like the ins and outs of being a goalkeeper. So, on free kicks, a lot of times we'll see you on either near post or far post, mostly near post, I should say, um, putting together the wall. Can you kind of give us a little bit of a behind the scenes look on actually what goes into um, helping for, for, from a keeper's perspective? What goes into building a wall on a free kick for the opposing team? Oh uh, yeah. Um, so, the closer the ball is, obviously, to the eighteen the more players you're going to want in the wall to cover that side of the goal. Um, so pretty much you're pretty much lining up the wall. You got your tallest guys to, to lined up on the post. And then it's kind of like that 
that line from there, like on uh, based on height. Um, and you're going to line up that second guy, the second guy on the post, just in case you don't want them to bend it around the wall. And then pretty much I'm taking away one side of the goal, covering mostly of that. And then the other guys are covering that side. Sometimes I'll have um, one guy next to the walls. So there's going to be a space where I can see. And then I'm going to have one guy just in case that ball's played short so he can chase it. And then we have the four to five guys trying to block the ball if it goes on that side. And yeah, I'm trying, I'm there just trying to make the save wherever the ball goes. And how, I mean, I, we always see this and I never really know from a goalkeeper's perspective, like how much this is really affecting. You see a guy line up or two guys line up to take a free kick, right and lefty. Yeah. Do you pretty much know who's going to take the free kick going into that? I mean, as a goalkeeper, you got to be ready for anything. Uh, we, we sort of have a know of who want, who they want to take it. But you never know if that guy's just going to run over. You got to try and react, you know, to whoever hits the ball. Maybe that guy runs over the ball, and then you got to set again for the second guy. But you always got to be on your toes and ready for whoever's going to take the shot. I love it. Great, great insight. Last thing, because I because I love talking about this kind of stuff. It's not talked about enough. Uh, PKs. What's your what's your mindset on penalty kicks? Do you are from a keeper's perspective? Do you usually know a little bit? Do you have some research on the guy who might be taking the PKs going into the match? Yeah, there's usually some research. Um, the coaching staff does a good job putting that together for us. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know any goalkeeper that doesn't like a penalty. Um, I, like, there's no pressure on us really. It's usually all on the striker. Um, you know, when we save it, we're the hero. And if we don't, you know, it's a penalty. You know, you're not supposed to. But yeah, just you know, we try and get in the head of the striker a little bit. Um, you know, that's where some of the trash talk I use in practice can kind of relate to a game. Um, and then, yeah, once we're on the line and set, you know, maybe there's a tell of, you know, which way his hips are going or how he's lined up. But, yeah, we just kind of, you know, guess one way or, you know, maybe you, you stay on the line and react a little bit more. But usually that's where the research comes in. If, if a guy likes to wait for a goalkeeper, you got to stay a little longer. And if he doesn't, you know, that's when you can kind of take off and get a good get put, good uh, push on it. But, yeah, I mean, I like penalties. Um, they're fun. They're, they're good. And usually, you know, if I save it, you know, good things happen. So It's usually a momentum shift, too. Yeah, it's exactly. crazy how it works. It's just as good um, as goal, they say. I want to ask you, too, when, when the guy puts the ball down to take the, the PK – are uh, are you going up? Are you going up to the spot to kind of talk to the official, but then also say a few words in? Or are you just getting ready on your own? No, I'm always I'm 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 usually like eight yards out of the net trying to talk to him, you know, telling him oh, I know where you're going, blah blah blah, getting his head just so you never know. Like anything that puts him off, just like the one yard if he hits if he misses it by a yard and I go the right way, you know, I make make the save. That that's all it takes. Just trying to get in his head a little bit. It's a mental game. The ins and outs of PKs just I fascinate me. So I appreciate you uh, taking us inside a little bit. All right, Danny, uh, let's talk about what it's been like for you in Sacramento. You got a game coming up Saturday in front of the home fans. Our, uh, it's been a like a little bit of a stretch since we've had a USL championship match uh, at home. Uh, you got you excited to be back in front of the home fans? Yeah, I've been enjoying our home games. They're, they're loud, you know. I gotta I, I get out of every game with you know less and less voice each game. So it's good. I enjoy it a lot. The, the atmosphere is tremendous. Um, it's great. And you mentioned earlier some of the spots you've been hitting up in Sacramento. Where are some of the places you've uh, been able to check out? 
Yeah. So, I mean, we've been over to old Sacramento. That's a good spot. We like, uh, we've been to, um, cafeteria 15 L that's a good spot. Good food. Zocolo. Yep. Is that a chain? Zocolo? Zocolo? Zocolo. Yeah. Yeah. It's a chain. Is it a chain? Yeah, it's a chain. There's Midtown, there's Folsom, there's Roseville, and there's UV, University Village. Uh, there's one by by the stadium, UV. Yeah. I guess that's, yeah, that's Ma- pretty close. Moss Tacos is good as well. Yep, yep. Um, yeah. I love it. You already yeah. got a lot. So you're a big taco guy here, yeah? Yeah, I mean, I didn't get a lot of tacos in Pittsburgh, but since I've been to Sacramento, you know, maybe because we're a little closer to the water or something, something about the, the air or something. I don't know, the tacos, I enjoy them. How can you not, man? How can you not? So the uh, I, we got to talk about this. I, I've been asking each guy about this, the coffee club, which is such a fascinating little experience of like some guys are like, ah, they didn't invite me to go to the come to the coffee club. And some guys are like, you know, so what? Tell what's what's going on with the coffee club? What What is happening with it right now? What's going on? I mean, I'm not too sure. I've been I've been a couple of times. Um, it's good. You know, trying out the coffee. I think we went to uh, Pachamama. It was good. Yeah. I love a good coffee. I think when you guys put out a TikTok and I'm not, I wasn't joking when I said I have about five cups a day. Um, Do you really? Yeah. I, I love a good coffee. I think on game days. So wait, I, hang on. I'm drinking them all day. Five, five cups a day. Yeah. I mean, I have one right here. Excuse the cup. It's just a, but, but no, uh, dude, hang on. No, we, we have to dive in on this, man. Oh, yeah, let's go. Five cups, five cups a day. Yeah. I mean, I have probably like three before training. I'm telling you, goalkeeper, goalkeepers are weird, Connor. They're weird. I, well, I, listen, I knew that, dude. But listen, five cups is insane. I have two cups, and I am like out of it my mind. It is kind of crazy. I'm, I'm not saying that everyone should do it. It works for me. No. I have one. I have, I have three before training, maybe four, and then one, one or two after, just to get me like through the day. I'm still tired when I go to bed. I'm exhausted. I don't it's understand, so- it, but it works. <laughs> like back to back to back cup of coffees in the morning, like that's yes. what. So I'll, I'll wake up, I'll make a cup, I'll have one at, at my apartment, then I'll have another cup waiting for the car ride, I'll get to, this, I'll get to the training ground, and I'll have another cup of coffee. And wow. if I'm still not feeling it, I'll have another one there too. Is there some water mixed in? Oh, uh, yeah, there's some water. I got some water here. <laughs> okay. Always some water mixed in. I got, I got worried for your safety for a little bit. Oh, my. Are they decaf? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Maybe, maybe later in the night, you know, if like I just want a coffee, I'll just I'll throw in a decaf. But no, usually just just regular after like three, after like three p.m. It's three twenty right now, but but three thirty, I'll stop having my coffees. Okay, hang on a second. Let's go back. I'm sorry. So you have five cups of coffee a day. How are you not leading the coffee club? Like you could have three, you could have three different coffee club meetings a day. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I'm not leading it, but it's a good time. I mean, we have some good talks out there. Um, are you an, are you a napper? You don't take, can't take naps, right? You can take three uh, cups of coffee. No, I don't usually nap. This is I like a social, this is like a social experience. That's this when I, if I nap, I don't, I can't sleep. So I, I try and. Uh, oh, okay. okay. Now that we have these whoops, they, they make us, they make us wear this whoop so that they can see how we recover. Oh, how's it? What has it been telling you? Um, Drink more coffee. There's three different levels of sleep, so you can either be in the green, the yellow, or red. I'm usually in like the the high yellow, like the yellow. High yellow. Does it tell you why? Like, hey, why you maybe maybe five cups of coffee might might uh yeah maybe maybe coffee. I'll be in the green (laughs) if I had one less cup. 
But, uh, oh man, I'm sorry I dove way on this. I just had to find out. That's a, that's hey. just uh, that's great. I love it. I like coffee. It's 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 good. No, it is. It is, man. This was uh, I had a ton of fun, man. This was great. I appreciate you uh, you sitting down. Um, excited for Saturday, and uh, man, this was good. This was I really enjoyed this. Thank you for taking us inside some of the goalkeeping stuff, telling us about your uh, maybe coffee addiction. What's not an addiction? <laughs> five cups a day. I don't know. Is that a coffee addiction? Yeah. At this point, it might be. I mean, if this, if this is the worst addiction that I'm going to have, like, Hey, it's, a, it's the best one. huh? That's a great point. That is a great point. The wise words of Danny V. Yeah, there we are. All right. Hey man, thank you so much. Uh, we will see you on Saturday. Thank you for doing this. I yeah. appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks Connor. Our thanks to Danny Vitiello for taking the time to talk to us on the podcast. 20 minutes was great. Uh, the end was really fun there as well. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview. We will see you Saturday night. Las Vegas Lights come to town for a big match. 7 p.m. kickoff. Grab your tickets. They're still available. SacRepublicFC.com slash tickets. But if not, the game will be on Fox 40 app on Fox40.com slash RepublicFC. That's where I'm always watching. Um, and you can listen to Rob McAllister and Adam Moffat on the call for English. For Spanish, you can also listen to it at the same spot on the app, Fox40.com slash Republic FC and uh, Armando Boteo, who is not in this match, he will be uh, he will be a little bit take, taking a vacation, which is good for him. Milton Moreno and Sal Acevedo will be on the call on the Spanish side. Thank you for supporting this podcast. Please rate, review, subscribe, or follow if you don't already. We really appreciate it, especially those reviews. Give us a review. Let us know what you think of the podcast. Help tell us how to make it better. We really appreciate it. Coming up next week should be a fun week. A lot of games coming. It's a big stretch for Sacramento Republic. And we appreciate you guys for being locked here on The Breakaway. We'll see you Saturday. And as always, go Republic!